Let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. Blessings and peace to uh, each and every one of you. I am uh, so grateful to uh, share uh, this moment uh, with uh, each and every one of you. As that you will please uh, alert all of your friends and family that this is our call to prayer uh, as we come together as uh, a family on the uh, other side, on the other side of uh, Christmas. Uh, isn't it amazing that some people's greatest dilemma is when do I take the tree down? There's a vast majority of the planet who is uh, trying to figure out when will peace go up. If Christmas for you is all about ornaments, it's all about um, wreaths and uh, trees, uh, then you're really missing uh, what uh, it's really about. I ask that uh, you would really be uh, mindful and centered about where we are and what is taking place uh, on the planet. What a sobering uh, celebration we had on this past Sunday at New Birth, uh, where we came together uh, with our congregation and the greater Palestinian uh, community uh, to not just call for peace, but to stand for peace and to pray for peace. And I believe that that ought to be uh, the footprint uh, for all of us uh, around the world, uh, is that Dr. King set uh, the tone and the tenor uh, by saying injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. So it's not just about what's happening for us individually, uh, but Jesus asked the critical question, uh, uh, not question, but mandate, love yourself as uh, you love uh, your neighbor. And so as it will do that today, uh, I stand in moral outrage on uh, the silencing uh, by Instagram of uh, my Morehouse brother, Sean King. Uh, Sean King's uh, page uh, was taken down on uh, Christmas at midnight. Uh, and let's be very clear, uh, his pain page was taken down uh, because he has uh, sound the alarm about uh, what's taking place uh, in Palestine. Uh, and now uh, three million people who are getting uh, their information uh, from Sean King are absent of that information. Uh, and so ask that uh, those of you uh, who stand in the same moral outrage uh, will let the people at Meta know, at Instagram uh, know that we uh, are not blind to what is taking place and that this is uh, egregious to say the absolute least. I wanted to uh, extend to you a personal invitation uh, for you to uh, bring in the new year at New Birth in Stonecrest, Georgia, this coming Sunday. This coming Sunday, we'll be uh, hosting uh, two services, one at uh, 9.30 in the morning, where we'll be doing a mass baptism uh, for those of you, you and your family uh, who want to be uh, baptized, you're able to do that on Sunday. And then at night, uh, a mass call to receive the Holy Spirit uh, at 1030. It's going to be absolutely uh, amazing. Uh, so I ask that you'll please bring in the new year 
this coming Sunday at uh, New Birth. We are the only church, the only church in the South that will be uh, hosting a uh, uh, fireworks explosion immediately after service. And you're asking me, Pastor, why at midnight are you all going to be having uh, fireworks? We're having fireworks not because it's the 4th of July, not because it's a celebration, but fireworks uh, to remind uh, Georgia, to remind the world that while we're celebrating a new year, that our brothers and sisters, our comrades in Palestine, in Gaza, in Congo, are under um, unrelenting bombing. Uh, that Christmas, all kinds of a shooting and escalating bombings and attack happened in Gaza and nobody has said anything uh, but on and Sudan, thank you so much and the Sudan is uh, taking place uh, and so at midnight on January 1st uh, we will be uh, unleashing fireworks as a reminder of a warfare that is taking place all over the planet and uh, we want to bring uh, attention to it. And so we ask that all of you will please come to New Birth and uh, commemorate the uh, crossing over into 2024, which we pray will be a much more peaceable year than 2023. Uh, last but not least, January 13th, uh, which is uh, the weekend of uh, Dr. King's birthday, I am uh, so uh, excited uh, that we are mindful that uh, Christmas is not just about the birth of Christ. It illumines historically, biblically, scripturally about housing insecurity. Mary and Joseph had to give birth to a baby in a manger because there was insufficient and inadequate housing. In uh, May of this year, we'll be breaking ground on 150 new homes, 150 new homes, uh, which I am hoping will uh, shift a lot of those who are within our community from being renters to being owners, putting a flag in the ground because we cannot wait until uh, next fall for uh, those uh, families to go in the housing. I shared on Sunday and I want to uh, emphasize again that we are partnering with Habitat for Humanity. And on January 13th, we as a family, calling all of our uh, con contractors, those who are in construction, those who are builders, those are plumbers, those who are electricians, on January 13th, ask that you would uh, join us. We're gonna be building a house from the ground out, ground up, with Habitat uh, for uh, Humanity and putting one of the members of our congregation, of our community, is gonna be moving into that house. To God be the glory. It's gonna be absolutely amazing. I want you to be a part of it. Even if you've never built anything, uh, you can be a part of uh, this strategic moment. Today, I wanted to uh, focus our prayers on getting closure. This is our last prayer together uh, in 2023 
and what the Holy Spirit really rested on me was about getting closure, leaving no door open as you go into 2024. And the resounding question you've got to be asking subconsciously is, Pastor, how do I get closure? We get closure by going to the cross. I want you to listen to what it is that our loving Lord and Savior said from the cross while uh, writhing in pain, by struggling in agony with spikes in his hands and in his feet, with a crown of thorns in his head, with a gash on his side. I want you to hear what Jesus, the Son of God, said. He said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? There had to have been points and moments in your life where you had to ask yourself, God, why have I been forsaken? That I've been downsized from my job. Why have I been forsaken? Why well, I've had a uh, un an untimely death in my family. Why have I been forsaken? A member of uh, a visitor to our church on Sunday while we were uh, celebrating Christmas and standing with Palestine, a young lady, not being 30, came to me outside after a moment of silence and said, Pastor, I haven't been to church in years, but I came today. I lost 40 family members in Gaza, 40 family members in Gaza. Can you pray for me? My God, my God, there are those of you who feel forsaken because of what's taking place with your children. Those of you who feel forsaken because uh, you're dealing with uh, declining health. Those of you who feel forsaken because you feel trapped in a loveless relationship feel forsaken because you have more bills than you have resources. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? No job and is only matched by having no opportunity. Why have you forsaken me? If Jesus would have ended his prayer there, ended his moment on the cross, if this where we leave him in the crucible of pain, I would offer to you absolutely no hope, no inspiration, and no direction. But a few breaths later, Jesus' language changes from saying, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Watch what he ends up saying. Father, into thy hand, I commit my spirit. He says it while he's still on the cross. He says, into thy hands. In other words, it's out of my hands. That's really what I call to prayer is this morning. Is taking it out of our hands and putting it in his. That's your closure. It's saying, God is in your hands now. What's going to happen with my son? 
is in your hands now. What's going to happen about this business? It's in your hands now. Isn't that really got to be the resigned thought of those who are Palestinian? We can't wait on Congress to do it. Can't wait on the Senate to do it. My God, nations are watching this happen and nobody is doing anything. My God is in your hands. Whether or not I'm going to have to sit out a semester because I, quite frankly, don't have money for school the next semester. God, it's in your hands. Because I'm uh, dealing with a uh, loved one who has the first stages of dementia. God, it is in your hands. Not sure how it is that I'm going to be able to keep this car because I'm behind in my payments. By the way, I read this week that 16 million Americans, 16 million Americans are two car notes behind. 16 million. Which means that by the end of January, if that payment isn't done, 16 million cars will be repossessed. My God, it's in your hands. When I was uh, on the Angel Choir at Bethel AME in Baltimore, Maryland, we used to sing a song. I had to be about seven, eight, nine years old. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got me and you, brother, in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. So that's what I want us to pray about today. Is out of our hands and putting it in God's hands. That there's some things that only God can do. That we've got to trust God for. That we've got to believe him to handle. Let's pray together. I know you got to go to work. I know many of you are traveling on today. I know many of you have had to deal with the reality of being a widow, of being a divorcee, of being uh, insufferably single by yourself as an empty nester of being alone. But let's put it in God's hands. Good and gracious God, we come to you early this morning because there's a whole lot on our hearts. We come to you today because there's a lot that has been heaped on our heads. We come to you today because there's a weight on our back. We come to you today because there's so much that is on our minds. We come to you because we feel like that there are issues that are shackling our feet. And today, God, we came to say, just like the sticker on the uh, product, we return it back to the manufacturer. God, you made a promise that you would not put more on us than what we can bear. But we must be honest and transparent that this feels unbearable. And so we followed the blueprint of your son, Jesus. By saying, God, we feel like this is killing us, but we have confidence in who you are.
We have confidence in your ability. We have confidence in your capacity. And we have confidence in your grace. So God, we ask you, take all of the stress, the trauma, the trigger, and the weight, and we want you to put it in your own hands. God, take it off of us. God, we are thankful that you are mindful of us. But God, we cannot go into 2024 sleepless. We cannot go into 2024 tired and drained. We cannot go into 2024 with serial migraine headaches. We cannot go into 2024 with a nightstand of empty bottles. We cannot go into 2024 with ulcers. We cannot go into 2024 feeling triggered. So God, please put it in your hands. Everything from our childhood, everything from previous toxic relationships, everything from environmental and systematic racism, everything that still reeks from a domestic relationship that was abusive, everything that uh, happened to us because of a culture with jaded perspective of difference. God, today, we put it in your hands. We're so thankful that your hands can handle it and your hands can hold it. Now, God, with that same hand, wipe away the tears that won't drop from our eyes. With that same hand, hold and hug those who are being swallowed in loneliness. With those same hands, I pray that you will undergird those who feel unsupported with those same hands, pull back in that teenager who has run away. With that same hand, heal the eldest member of our family. With that same hand, I pray, dear Lord, that you will cause peace in Palestine, in the Sudan, in Gaza, in Haiti, in Congo, in Somalia, we need your hand to intervene in this moment. God, we lift our hands in praise, but we also lift our hands to signal to you that we're not holding it because we can handle it and we give it back to you. God, we see the wood, we see the fire, we see the knives and the bullets and the guns, but we thank you in this moment that because of your darling son, Jesus, we see the sacrifice. The sacrifice is your only begotten son, Jesus Christ, who trusted you with the issues of the cross to handle it in your hands. And likewise, and in similar fashion, 
we hand it back over to you. It's in his name, Jesus, that we pray. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, when you get in your car today, before you turn on the radio, before you listen to a podcast, before you uh, begin to uh, download your playlist, sit by yourself for a moment. Jesus said, let the children come unto me and operate in childlike faith, even off key with no keyboard, no drum, no organ. And sing to yourself, he's got the whole world in his hands. He's got me and you, brother, in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. Ladies and gentlemen, we're trying to do something amazing at New Birth Cathedral. We're a local church making a global impact. We've got missionaries in four nations, even in this moment. I'm so proud, so grateful that we're running orphanages and schools. We're helping uh, those who are in the disparate communities in Jamaica. And I need your help in uh, being a blessing. It's outside of the hands. It's not in the budget of what it is that we're trying to do. But with your partnership, we can do something for our missionaries who are stationed uh, around the world and who are doing the work of Christ. Would you consider partnering with us on today uh, by um, sowing a seed into our global missions, to our missions department? As it, you'll go to newbirth.org. You'll make a uh, donation uh, on uh, newbirth.org. You can uh, share and sow by push pay, text to give, givelify our own secure website, newbirth.org, or uh, if it is more uh, expedient, uh, you can do so on a cash app, dollar sign, crown prince 07, dollar sign, crown prince 07. I want to challenge you uh, that you would uh, do this. Give a gift of 10 today. That's all I'm asking. Uh, it is within reach and grasp of everybody. A seed of $10 on today. That's everything that your hands are. Ten digits. $10. That's all that I'm asking that you share. That you saw on uh, Cash App, Crown Prince 07, NewBirth.org. Yes, you can give by Zelle. The directions for Zelle are on our website, NewBirth.org. Ask that you would give a humble gift today of uh, just $10 on all of our giving platforms. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for your peace. And I am praying that you will trust God to handle whatever you can't handle in your hands. You'll put in his. Now, here is the test. After you put it in God's hands, don't take it back out of him. Trust God with it. God bless you. Your pastor loves you. I'm cheering for you. I believe in you. And I can't wait to bring in the new year with you. This coming Sunday, 9.30 in the morning, 10.30 at night.